Hey guys, and welcome back to Trady Business School Podcast. My name is Michael Minish. I'm joined by Barry Magliadidi, co-host for today's episode, which is going to be a really cool one about being the most skilled in your business, but how do you stop doing the work? And as you guys might notice that a lot of our episodes are based on themes and based on questions. So before we get into today's episode, I want to invite you that if you have a question that you want us to answer on the podcast, make sure that you ask us in the free Facebook group that we have on Facebook. And we really would love to know what you want the next episode to be about. So make sure you go on there after this episode and let us know. So getting into this theme, being the most skilled in your business, and how do you stop doing the work? How do we stop, Barry? Michael, I'm just like this episode, we could just, this can be like a 30 second episode because the reality is, if right now you have employees and you're the most skilled in your business and uh, you're still doing the work, you're a freaking control freak. That's it. Plain and simple. You're a control Uh-oh. freak. Let go of the tools, put them down, mm. stop it. No, but seriously, let's, 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 let's dive into this, right? We've been fortunate <laughs> enough to work with, uh, with, with hundreds and thousands of entrepreneurs uh, over the past, God, it's been nine, 10 years or something now. A lot of tradies, a lot of general contractors, and the same thing applies, Michael. We've seen it through every industry. And that's, the reality is, is that what got you into running your own business in the first place often is the same mentality, the same habits, the same behaviours that are actually preventing you from growing your business into something far greater than what it is right now. Mm. And that is that there's an element of control freakism, right? Mm. You, you, you know, your last boss, your last employee, you, you thought, why am I doing all this work for them making all the money? Or maybe I could do it better or I could do it differently or there's a gap in the marketplace. Whatever it was, the reality was there's some element of you that wanted to take control of your own life, your own destination, your own hands. Yet we see that often that's the single biggest factor in preventing you from growing your business. Now, you might be saying right now, bullshit, Barry. There's just no other good traders out there, you know, mm-hmm. or my competition around the road, he's got all the best traders working for him. There's none left for me. The reality is, is what's preventing you from hiring or, or finding great talent and having them step up is often you're worried about mistakes happening, right? You're worried about money being cost, right? Shit going down. And so there's almost this thing around, well, I'm the most skilled, you know, if you want a job done properly, you better do it yourself. I think I can kind of speak on behalf of many tradies listening to this episode where, you know, their whole reputation has been based on their skill set. Like, you know, the reason that they are there where they've got to is because they're freaking good at what they do because yeah. otherwise they wouldn't have a business. Their whole business is, de- is determined by the quality of work. And because they're often so busy and in demand and clients and, and they probably requested to do jobs or they think, well, they presume that they're requested to do jobs, stopping is actually quite psychologically difficult because yeah. letting go of that, knowing that you're the hero, right? Like you're the yeah. best at what, what you do and to stop doing the work, number I mean, just to say stop it and let go, stopping control freak, I think, is it's is the is the answer in in many respects but how do you transition away from being the best knowing that you know you've got to spend time training you've got to find the right people you've got to you know possibly uh be okay and comfortable with it not being at your level how do you handle that yeah 
it's so, so beautifully put, and I guess um, the reason for my opener is I wanted to almost shock you guys a little bit to think about that because the, the way that, that we change any behaviour, any pattern of behaviour is to first have an acknowledgement. And so I guess, you know, first I want to ask you, like, do you actually feel based on what I've shared or based on what we've talked about so far that maybe you are a little bit controlling? Now, if you are, that's okay. Most entrepreneurs actually are, and that's what makes them great entrepreneurs. Like you said, that's what makes you great at doing what you're doing because you want to get things a certain way for your clients. You want to grow your business a certain way, which is great. Think about this, though. Think about the journey of a rocket, right? The journey of a rocket taking off from Earth, right, reaching its pace somewhere in the atmosphere, it goes through certain phases and cycles, and each phase and cycle is critical and important for it to reach its destination, right, from the amount of fuel consumption you use just to get off the ground in the first place to when it drops off and lets go of its thrusters. Now, if any of that sequencing or timing is out, it's not going to reach its destination, right? Or even worse than that, there could be something critical happen where the whole thing explodes and everyone inside dies. Your business is exactly the same. Now, having that aspect of, of being a control freak or being in charge is super important at the beginning to set the standard, to set the rhythm, right, in which you want your business to conduct. However, it's also important to have enough sensory awareness to understand at what point do you start to actually let go. Because if you don't start to let go, you're going to essentially bring on board a whole bunch of employees that rely upon you, which is the big mistake I made in the beginning of my first trades business. I had 15 odd employees, four contractors, and I couldn't even go down the shop without my phone ringing off the hook because I trained my employees that I was the, the, the single point of weakness right? I was a part of least resistance. And what I mean by that is, well, oh, we, we've got this problem. Just call Barry. He knows the answers because I didn't let go. Now, a line that I was so proud of using for so long, for the first four years of my trade business was like, oh, we've never been back to a job. And we hadn't. For four years, I'd never gone back to a job because I was such a freaking perfectionist. Mm. But man, that cost me a lot of money. That cost me a lot of time. And it cost me a huge amount of frustration because I built a business that was totally reliant on me. And what I've since realized is that mistakes are actually important because that's how we grow, that's how we create systems, that's how we see our shortcomings and our short-sightedness, and that's how we put in place processes to ensure that we can actually build a business that relies more on operating procedure than the business owner being the one in control. Barry, do you think that like, if you were to start a new trades business today, do you think that you would you would be the one doing the work or wanting to be the skilled person or would you look to find the people who had the skills instead of you doing the work? Yeah. Michael, that's a fantastic question. I guess I want to preface and I don't want to sound like an asshole right now or arrogant or anything else like that. I've been in business for 18 years. So my mindset and the way that I see business now is very different to what it was even last month or even last year. And you've seen this in your journey with me. You know, you've been working with uh, alongside me for the past four years. You know, I've started several companies in the last 18 months that my involvement of those companies have been less than an hour a month from the beginning, right? I couldn't have done that 10 years ago because I was still very much a control freak. I, was, I hadn't learned what I'd learned right now. So the shortest answer of your question is yes. Like if I was to start any business right now, I wouldn't be involved. And often I, I'm the dumbest person in the room. Where I am smart is my ability to see opportunity and my ability to leverage resources, to leverage assets. And the way that I often speak to our clients now is it's like you need to become the asset manager. Think about financial planners. Good financial, are good financial planners because 
they manage assets well. They move your assets or move your money between asset classes to ensure that regardless of what the market's doing, you're making money. Now, I think that's the kind of same mentality or attitude I believe we should have business owners. Right, regardless of whether we're faced with COVID or financial crises or lockdowns, there is still opportunities to make money. There's still opportunities to move assets. But are you able to see them? Or are you too stuck on the tools, being narrow focused on just getting this one job done or just keeping this one client happy or just, just, just invoicing this one job, just making this one amount of money? Or are you able to actually disassociate yourself, step out and see things in the bigger picture? Now, that only comes with time. That only comes with experience and that only comes through fucking up and making mistakes. I'm not here because I've got everything perfect, quite the opposite. I've probably made more mistakes than most people. But through those mistakes, I've become less emotionally attached to the feedback. You know, for so long, I got feedback and and it was personal. It's like, I'm not worthy, right? I'm not good enough. That was what was happening at an unconscious level, which caused me to control things more. Mm. But the reality is, is right now, like, like I realize the mistakes that my companies make or my employees make, they're not personal. It doesn't mean that I'm, a, I'm a less of a person, I'm less worthy, I'm not loved or I'm not safe or I don't belong. They're simply feedback to go, shit, like we don't have a process in place for that. That's why that thing happened. Mm. How do we put a process in place? And the cool thing about that is your team starts to become empowered to do that without you as a business owner. But that can't happen if you're so driven but by perfectionism and getting everything right. I'm reminded by like the very first chapter of the Path to Freedom book, um, which is available as a free download. If you're listening to this episode, make sure you follow the link and get your free copy today. But the first chapter is about vision. And in, in other episodes, we actually have spoken about why uh, vision is particularly important. And in thinking about like, you know, if you're the most skilled in your business, how do you stop doing the work? I guess the question is, do you want to stop? Like, do you, do you actually want to stop doing the work? Because I'm astounded sometimes when I speak to people and some of them actually are totally cool. Like, they, they want to do the work. Like, they actually want to. And you know what? That's cool. That is yeah. actually fine. It's totally cool. You don't have to, you know, not be on the tools if you, if you don't want to. But if it's a decision, I think. And I think that comes down to, like, that decision that you make. If you want to stop or you don't want to stop. Yeah. It's a really interesting point that you placed, Mike. What I'll say is this, like, like we as a company, the Trading Business School or through the Game Changers program, we are outstanding at helping our clients build businesses that can work without them profitably, right? And, and I honestly believe that should be the core goal of every entrepreneur because before we get there, we've just got a job and it's super high risk. If, if we get taken out, we fall off a ladder, something happens, our family member gets ill, Ill or sick, we've got to look after them. We've seen that before and, and, and our business still relies on us the whole thing falls over and all that hard work, all that effort, all that money, everything you've been putting in and controlling so tightly to get perfect, it's all gone. It's all gone like that until we have business that works without us. But you know what we're even better at than helping people build businesses that work without us? And it's something that we don't necessarily advertise, but it's a feedback we hear time and time again. And that is we're outstanding at helping our clients shift through the stuff internally so they, they can become more conscious of the decision-making. And this is what you just said. Like right now, you might just want to have a small trades business where there's you and an apprentice or you and a couple other guys. You, you make 100 grand a year. You get up and you love doing it. If that's what you want and it's a conscious decision, fantastic. Or is it a decision that you've made because you actually feel it's too much work or effort or you don't know how 
to build a business that can work without you. Yeah. Or you're scared of having more people rely on you for their income. Mm. Right? Like, regardless of, of what you want to create in life, it's okay. And there's no judgment from me or Michael or anybody else in the world, right? Just be conscious of the decision you're making and know why you're making that decision. Because mm. fuck, for a long time, the decisions I was making was because I wanted to, my, I wanted my dad to be proud of me because I wanted to belong to my social circle because, fuck, for so long, Michael, I made decisions without knowing it because I didn't feel worthy, mm. right? And my decisions were being driven by these unconscious thought processes and patterns inside of me. But you're so trying to prove you, something. You're trying to prove something to someone, whether it's your, your, your parents or, or your colleagues or your boss or yourself or your wife or your, your partner. And I think it's, it's like a, a bit of a trap sometimes where, you know, you start a business, you're good at it, you're skilled, and now you've got a prison around yourself that you can't get out of. And, and that's no, as you know, if you don't want that, if you don't want that, firstly is that decision. First yeah. step is the decision that you, you want something different. Because, because our decisions then drive our actions yeah. if they're our outcomes. But understand that what drives our decisions most of the time, and hopefully this conversation will shift that, is our beliefs or yeah. our unconscious identity, the way we identify with ourselves. And if we're not conscious of it, those beliefs, right, that we've created a long, long time ago are causing us to create decisions that then create actions that then create outcomes we don't want. And this is why I think making mistakes or things messing up our, our business is such a crucial part of growing because that's feedback. That's an outcome. Now, the outcome is not the problem, right? You go and put a door in and the door doesn't close properly because it's been put in off, off the piss, right? That's a successful outcome. Now, it might not be what you want, but the outcome successful for the strategy you used. Did you use a level? Did you plan it correctly? Did you check the door frame before you put, before you put it in, right? The outcome is not the problem, right? The outcome successful for the, the actions that you took based on the decision you made. So once we realize that, we can look at that outcome and go, well, that wasn't quite what I wanted. Like, I can't afford to pay my staff this week. Shit, where did I go wrong? Mm -hmm. Let's look back in. Am I quoting enough money for my jobs? Are we, are we using the right amount of labor in the jobs? Did we make mistakes that caused us to use more material? Like what was the thing that we didn't see at the time that caused that outcome to be? And the thing that I mentioned is this, Michael, like for any of you fathers, mothers out there that have got kids or maybe pets, right? Think about what happens when you overly parent your child. Your child grows up as a fucking sissy, right? That gets potentially picked on or doesn't know how to operate in the world, right? Because they're too guarded or too sheltered. Like it's a good thing for kids to eat some dirt when they're younger. It builds up a strong immune system. It's a good thing for kids to fall off their bikes, right? To realize that that's part of the process because they build up, they build resilience. Fuck, I was bullied most of my life. And I think that's what caused me to be successful right now because in this really weird world, I build up resilience. Mm. And I build up this resistance to getting my ass kicked time and time again, mm. right? Your business is your baby, it is your child. And you need to understand. Like when is that point that you send your baby off to, to school and and you let go of the need to be over overly controlling everything? Mm. And you can allow your staff or the teachers to start to bring a new essence to that business. Yeah. That's when your business truly takes form. And also being bearing in mind, like I don't know how long you know you guys listening have, have been in business for, but the longer you've been in business doing um, being the most skilled, doing the work, I often find or from what I've seen, it's often harder for them to let go because it's become their their norm. It's become their yeah. programmed, like that's what work is, that's what business is. 
And that's where I, I feel like personal training or any other sort of thing where you're trying to make a change, where you've been doing something the same way for so long. And that's where usually people get help. They get coaching, they get education, you know, whether or not you want to look at, you know, trading business school, but like starting with the path to freedom, the book is a really good place to start, have a read of that. And then a really good step would then be to reach out and see whether we can get, how we can help you get further along in that path to freedom after you've made that decision because you know doing things alone right doing that trying to change how you do business by yourself is actually quite challenging and yeah. um because you don't you don't have the support i've actually find barry that the, the the best way to stop doing the work is to is to actually network and connect with business owners that also aren't wanting to do the work. Yeah. And actually, too, some that may be, may be where you're at right now, that help you not feel alone, or some that may be a little bit further ahead of you. I remember uh, an old mentor of mine said something to, to me that stuck with me forever and actually caused me to spend um, a lot of money on, on coaching and mm. mentorship, which every single cent was worth it. Even, even the coaches that I hired that, uh, in my book, I would deem as not very good we're still a worthwhile investment. And that's what they said. They said to me, Barry, they said, stupid people spend time to save money. Smart people spend money to save time. Yeah. Right. And that always stuck with me. This this belief that I'm the best is is flawed thinking because you might be the best at wearing all 26 hats you're wearing right now. But you're not the best at just doing the books. You're not the best at just doing, you know, fitting those hinges on that door. You're not the best at fitting that bench, kitchen bench top. Right, you might be the best at kind of holding everything together, but what makes a business great is having skilled experts doing specific roles within that company, mm. right? Where their core focus is on that one thing, like just coaching, just doing the books, yeah. just doing this, just you know, whatever the case, case may be. You know, is your is your skill actually on on the right area as well? Like, I'm thinking about the three levels of of management and leadership. Like, are you are you not the most skilled at doing the job? like doing the the task next level up are you most skilled at managing people like are you actually good at managing people like that's yeah. the next level up and then beyond that are you actually good at leading people yeah like leading and 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 growing a business because that is the level of entrepreneur and and, and that was something i struggled with michael you know you know firsthand for a long time in the leadership aspect like i was, I was a very good technician i was good at coaching mm-hmm. you know i was freaking terrible at managing people, still am, which is why I've, I've hired integrated hired Heather. And my leadership was something that I knew I needed to improve to get to where I wanted to go. But it took a long time to where I felt comfortable leading people because, again, I was battling a lot of these demons where I didn't feel enough. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, the question that I really love people to, to sit with from this episode is uh, it's to really sit and think about is, like, what is the cost if you're not letting go? Yeah. Like, what is the actual cost on you emotionally, mentally, physically, financially? What's the cost on you? What's the cost on your employees? What's the cost on your clients? What's the cost on your business? For you doing it all or believing that you're the most skilled in your business? And possibly you are, right? And again, Michael, you put so beautifully, like if you're ready to actually shift this and to grow a great business, just join the Trading Business School, right? It's a ridiculously low investment. We'll kick your ass and we will help you to create an outstanding business that's profitable and can work without you. And like four months from now, you won't know yourself and you won't know your business. Absolutely. Barry, this has been an amazing discussion. Like I, I feel that I actually feel quite moved by it in a way. Like I feel like 
this is like I feel this is from the heart. This this particular conversation, and I really hope that it's had an impact on on whoever's been listening to this particular episode. I know it's it's had an impact on me. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it really comes down to that decision. Yeah, and yeah. deciding what you want. So I think we'll wrap it up there. Yeah, thank you so much, Barry. Thank you also for those of you who have listened, watched, whether it's on on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you are. Really encourage if you enjoyed this episode, uh, give us a like, share it with your friends and other other colleagues. And um, and and just as I said at the beginning of, of the episode, if you have a question, if you have a topic that you'd really like us to go into more depth about, or even a follow up question to this episode, please join our free Facebook group, and we'd love to engage with you and, and hear hear your feedback in there. So, until um, the next episode, we look forward to uh, seeing you there. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Michael. Take care.